Good morning and welcome to WSAU Feedback. I'm Meg Ellison. Thanks for joining me this morning. Got a lot to chat about and I, over the weekend, saw this neat article, 52 Acts of Kindness, How to Spread Joy in Every Week of 2023. There's a lot of great ideas in here. I'll go through a few of them and then I ask, when you do call in this morning, I would like to hear your plans for your acts of kindness here in 2023. There's so much bad news. There's so many things that we can look at negatively. I would like to hear something positive this morning, particularly on a Monday morning when, yep, the Packers lost. It's Monday. It's the very beginning of a week. We're in the dead of winter. It's cold out and it's not, well, okay. So we're going to have a heat wave. It's going to hit the 30s today. That's one positive thing, of course. But I would like to hear what you are going to do, what kinds of acts of kindness you are going to perform in 2023. One of our listeners shared this story with me, and this is actually something that she saw. This didn't happen to her, but I want to share it with you because it is particularly inspirational. And again, as I said, I would love to hear an act of kindness that you have actually been a recipient of or something that you have done for someone else. Here's the story. My daughter and I are in Myrtle Beach taking a sunset walk when this adorable and sweet little boy comes walking right up to her. He shares with her the shark tooth around his neck. He tells her his name and asks her name, to which she tells him. They part ways while saying goodbye, walking in the opposite direction. A few minutes later, he comes running back in what seems to be in slow motion, yelling out my daughter's name. She turns around and is greeted by his smile. So they share a few words, mainly about his super cool shark's tooth that apparently gave him powers. Before they walked, talked, and raced, I asked his mother for permission to take this picture, and this was the result. And it's this sweet, sweet picture of a little boy and a little girl hugging each other. No one positioned them, told them to smile, and there was absolutely no hesitation on their part at all. When we finished walking and it was time to go, they hugged for a long time and exchanged about 20 goodbyes. This is a moment that we humans understand as just simply seeing no color lines, no judgment, no race, no hate, no shades. It's just pure. Two kids meeting on a sunset walk without a care in the world. All they saw was each other. This world would be a much better place if we acted like these two kids. Oh my gosh, you know, out of them, I shouldn't say out of the mouths of babes, but really out of the actions of babes. And we can look at this genuine, genuine sweet kindness that children have when they're little like that. I love that story. If you've got something that you'd like to share about an act of kindness that you've been the recipient of or that you have have uh, performed for someone else. I would love to hear from you this morning, 715-845-2155. Now, this article that I saw with the 52 acts of kindness, there's too many to go through. I, I don't have enough time to go through all 52, but I highlighted some of them. And here's some suggestions for you and some of the things that I perhaps may do myself during the course of this upcoming year. Number one, give blood. Number two, Walk a dog or offer to walk a dog of someone who's unable to do so themselves. Uh, number three, 
and these are just my number threes. There's a, several others in here, but target your support for food banks. If there is, if there is someone that is hungry in our community or in your community, we should be taking care of them by making a donation to a local food bank. Also, donate a, a gently used coat, mittens, hats, scarves, whatever, boots for, for, for someone who needs them. If you have the means, if you have the ability to, buy a new coat and, and find an organization that you'd like to donate it to. There are plenty, plenty of those that need a coat, a warm coat or a warm pair of mittens for this winter. Here's, here's one that doesn't require anything other than a kind word. Pay a compliment to, one, to someone else. Say something kind to someone else. You're looking nice. You have a cute outfit or whatever. Okay, guy doesn't want to hear that. I like your boots, whatever it may be. You can say something nice to someone else. Pay someone a compliment. Here's one. Make a mixtape. Okay, yeah, we don't make tapes anymore. But someone who made a mixtape for me for Christmas was our very own Tom King. And I was so surprised. There was a package that was left on my desk, wrapped, carefully wrapped up, and uh, there were some CDs in it with songs that he knew that I would like over after having gotten to know me over the course of the last couple of years because of the Stump Tom segment that we do. Uh, volunteer in a shelter. That is something. There are plenty of opportunities, not only in, in uh, sh homeless shelters, but vo volunteer in a classroom. Read books to a child. Volunteer at your local library. There's so many opportunities where you can make a difference, where you can do something nice or something kind for another person. An act of kindness. Also, volunteer on a board. How many of you are really quick to... Uh, criticize those who are working hard at trying to make a difference here in our community, in the conservative movement. I would encourage you, as I've said many times, to get involved, to get involved in some way other than being the armchair quarterback or pointing a finger at somebody else and telling them what they should do or what they should do differently. Be the office secret Santa all year round. We have one of those such people in our office, and boy, do we love her. And uh, our, none of our clothes fit as well as a result of all the treats that uh, the, uh, our friend Kelly in, in uh, our, our building is always bringing treats and sharing her wonderful baking with, with those of us who oh, dare to have a little bit of sugar in the morning. Foster an animal. I know that there are a lot of pet lovers out there. I wish that I could have a dog, but because of my allergies, I can't. But if you're able to uh, adopt a pet, whether it's a cat or a dog, that's another, another act of kindness. Help, I've already said, volunteer. Help with reading in schools. There are all kinds of children that, that uh, aren't reading at proficiency level, and it's perhaps because they don't have a parent or they don't have someone that takes the time to sit with them and read with them or read to them every day. That's another thing you can do. Um, offer to visit if you, can, if you contact a, uh, a local church or be plugged into your church to find out if there are those that are homebound, seniors in your congregation that need to be 
that need a visit, that just need a pick-me-up, that need someone to, to, uh, to, to share a smile with and a kind word. If you, if you aren't able to get out and visit someone, write a letter to someone. Has, does anybody write letters anymore? Does anybody send cards? You know, I can remember 10 years ago, the stack of Christmas cards, and I'm not saying I want any more Christmas cards, but it, it, it's just interesting how, how times, times have changed and people no longer do, do any kind of written word or share written word with one another. Even a, a, a postcard is something that you can do very quickly to brighten someone else's day. If you'd like to join in this conversation and share some sort of act of kindness that you've been a recipient of or that you have yourself participated in, 715-845-2155. Going along with uh, reading in schools, mentor a child. Become a big brother or a big sister. Now, obviously, this is a time commitment, but it's something that, you know, there's, there's all kinds of us who express our frustration with how uh, children are indoctrinated in the public schools and how uh, they uh, are really only presented with one, one point of view or a particular side's point of view. Well, this would be an opportunity to spend some time with a young person and perhaps share in a gentle way, share your point of view. I mean, I, I, think, I think that conservatism is contagious and it starts with all of us to be involved and to get involved. Here's another suggestion. Learn CPR. Look how important it was to, for those trainers, and obviously NFL trainers are going to be trained in CPR to be able to perform CPR on uh, DeMar Hamlin from the Buffalo Bills last week. Uh, it was a week ago today that he collapsed on the field during the, during the football game. Learn CPR. That's something that uh, is, 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 is most definitely life-saving. Drive kindly. How many times do you encounter a very frustrating driver that either cuts you off or, well, gives you some sort of hand signal? It doesn't happen as much here, but I know when having lived in the Twin Cities, there was a lot of that going on. If you would like to join the conversation, 715-845-2155. Would like to hear about your acts of kindness. Good morning and welcome to Feedback. You're on with Meg. Good morning. This is Joyce. I had the most wonderful surprise on Christmas Day. Oh. Uh, it was really cold. I was all blocked in. I had two guys, which ended up being cousins, which I never expected. They came on that bad, cold, blistery day mm -hmm. and snowblowed my driveway out so I could get out. Aww, it was nice. not expected, and I thought that was a real, real blessing. So God moves people, even though that you don't think. And so I really appreciated what they really do. And I appreciate what you do, uh, Meg. And just one other quick thing. What we can all do is for active kindness is to pray for each other. Yes, absolutely. I'll take your prayers any seven days of the week, Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? God does. There's one thing about prayer. God is always available. He's never on vacation. He's never too busy. Yeah. And all prayers are important, even though if you can't quite utter the words, God wants to hear from us. And like I said, maybe all of a sudden you might have an urge to pray for somebody. Well, that's when God is saying to you, you need to pray for that person. And you never know. 
what that prayer will do. So I just want to thank you for what you're doing, and I want to thank all the listeners because there's a lot of great people out there. And just always remember, there is a brighter side and better things coming. So wish you a good day and a good day to all our listeners. Thank you. Thank you so much, Joyce. I appreciate you calling in. It was very great to hear from you. Have a wonderful day yourself. I am. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you. She put a smile on my face. I hope she did you too as well. You know, I have just a little bit of time left, and I wanted to, uh, Congressman Tom Tiffany was the uh, guest this morning on Feedback, and we talked about uh, Speaker uh, Kevin McCarthy, and I don't know if you've had a chance to. I was curious. I wanted to see his speech and uh, or hear his speech, and he talked at the towards the very end, and he talked about Abraham Lincoln, and I'm going to play that little portion of it and uh, get, well, I guess we can get your re- reaction as well. Let me just click on it. I hope that I can get it queued up here. Here it is. My most favorite spot in this building is not in this chamber. It's in the chamber they met before, in the Statuary Hall. It's my favorite place to take people on a tour. You see, it's where Abraham Lincoln served. He was just a one-term congressman, sat in the back. I like to go to that spot and I like to stand where he stood. I like to do it at night when people aren't around. I like to look over and look at the clock. Because that's the same clock and same view that Abraham Lincoln saw. I've watched Lincoln serve in the greatest challenge to our Constitution, the Civil War. I watched him take peoples who were rivals and put them together. I watched in a time that he did not know if a nation could sustain itself, but he dreamt of a future and built a railroad across the nation. I want us to all take a moment one time that you are here. I want you to stand there. I want you to look. And I want you to think, if America could do it then, we can do it now one more time. You know, Abraham Lincoln gave his life in service to this country. One of his most important observations about America applies today, as much as it did 160 years ago. He said, we are striving to maintain the government and institutions of our fathers and to transmit them to our children and our children's children's forever. My fellow Americans, that is still our mission today. This moment calls for restoring trust within our country and with each other. In that spirit, I will work with anyone and everyone who shares our passion to deliver a better future for the nation. I hope you'll join me. As a Congress, we can only operate if we cooperate. My door will be open. I'd like you to come by. I want you to see, as you walk down the hall, a large portrait of Lincoln. 
I want you to go into that conference room. I want you to see another portrait. My members know of this. It's of Washington crossing the Delaware. You all know the story. It happened on Christmas, 1776. There was no iPhone to take a picture. People wonder when it was painted. It wasn't painted by someone who was there. It was painted in 1850 and 1851. He was an immigrant who lived in America, Emanuel Lentz. You know why he painted it? Because he knew America was more than a country. America was an idea. He went home to Germany. And he wanted Germany to have a revolution based upon the values and freedoms that we defend every day. His talent was art. So he believed if he painted this painting, he could inspire his countrymen to rise up for the idea of freedom. Now, many historians will tell you he didn't get it correct. They'll tell you Washington crossed on a Durham boat. But he paints it with Washington in a rowboat. You see 13 people, but only 12 faces. You see Washington standing up in a rowboat in the middle of winter, wearing a ceremonial uniform with his hand on his chest. He looks so stoic. You would look at that man, you'd say, I'd follow him anywhere. You probably believe that he never lost a battle. But history would tell us at that moment, at that time, he had only lost. We had never won. You see, that was the night of our first victory as a nation when we surprised the Hessians. Okay, I'm going to leave it there because I'm looking at the clock. I hope that you, like Congressman Tom Tiffany, like myself, are going to give Kevin McCarthy a chance. I mean, it remains to be seen. And uh, I would encourage you to listen to his entire speech from beginning to end. I took the time to do that over the weekend to see what he had to say and to find out what we have to look forward to and uh, call him out if indeed he, do he's, he doesn't hold true to his word. I'll be back with final thoughts on feedback.